Thanks for downloading Sockets and Cylinders, brought to you by Smythe Automotive. I'm Statman from B105 with my pal Andrew Rosen from Smythe Automotive. What's going on? And we got a special guest today, my brother. We call him Uncle Duck. His name is Thomas. What's up, Tom? What's going on? All right. Now, Tom and I, we just did this awesome life experience rally trip with the Lemons Rally, where we drove all over the country in this valued under $500 pickup truck. It was an F-150. And what did we name it, Tom? The F-150. With an F there, shifty. Yeah. <laughs> and that's because it's a five-speed. It shifts. That, and it's it's kind of shifty. <laughs> <laughs> this truck is really something, it's kind of hard to describe because it really has a personality and a character of all its own. But we're going to try to go through, everybody asks, you know, tell us about this F1 shifty and what have you done to it? Why is it not just an F-150? And Tom, I can't tell this story without you because you've done more to that thing than I think you've done to any other car in your life. Yeah, we've heard quite a bit about it so far. I'm interested in the in-depth story. I wouldn't say as much as any other vehicle I've ever owned. Because I've only been like changing stuff on every vehicle I've ever owned. <laughs> but... <laughs> but you've done a lot. So let's start about where did you come across this thing? Uh, well, it was uh, one of our other brother's neighbors had it for sale. And for- nobody would buy it because it was a crusty old 93 F-150. Any idea how much he was trying to sell it for? Maybe a grand, but he was willing to take a few hundred. And then by the time they talked to me about it, he was ready to just scrap it because nobody wanted it. And so uh, I got I got a big flatbed trailer, but it doesn't have a winch on it. So I asked him, hey, does it run and drive? He's like, yeah, it runs and drives. It stops. It's got a brand new clutch in it. It's got new brake lines. It's got this and that. And I'm like, wow, that doesn't sound bad. New, new brake lines. That, that That's good. New to you, at least. Yeah. Well, that, that'll come back, actually. <laughs> <laughs> they said that they replaced all the brake lines on. Remember that. Okay. <laughs> All the all new lines. So uh, I told him, like, well, I'll, I'll pay scrap value for it. And well, I ended up getting it for free. Just for hauling it out? Yeah, well, well mainly just for uh, keeping it on the road. Because at the time, I was looking for a daily driver, just something to beat on. I really wanted something I could also take off-road, which this has gone off-road successfully. So I guess it's on purpose. Up to its promise. <laughs> yeah, it's a two-wheel drive. You mean it went off-road on purpose? Uh, yeah, a little bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> when you got it on the flatbed of the truck, what kind of condition was it in? Because did it even have a window on the passenger side? No. Uh, actually, I, I never even put it on the trailer. It's never let me down yet. Knock on wood. I'm sitting in it right now, and I probably screwed myself, but it's going to break down on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know where you can get some parts in case it does. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. It's my thought of motive. But when you got it, it didn't have a front bumper. It was missing a bunch of other stuff. And right off the bat, what did you have to fix to get it at least in a running condition? To get it running, all I needed was a jump start. I, I drove it right off of uh, right out of his driveway. Really? Uh, you just put yeah. a new battery in it and jumped it and it fired up? Yeah. It, it, it's, it's ran relatively good since I got it. <laughs> there is a funny thing about this Ford straight six engines that they just keep running. Oh, they last forever. That's, that's one of the reasons why uh, I, was, I was really interested in it, because it's a five-speed, brand-new clutch that a guy put in, and, and all-new clutch hydraulics. With it being uh, the 4.9-liter inline six and the, the five-speed, it's like those trucks, just, they, they last until the frame breaks in half. Wow. Which we'll get to that later, too, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so when I first got it, it didn't have any exhaust on it whatsoever. It came, it had the, the header pipe, but the 4.9, it's got two separate manifolds that go into one, 
at the catalytic converter. We're rusting off right there, so it, it was inline six with dual exhaust. <laughs> <laughs> but it just dumped out of the engine, and that was it. And how loud and, was uh, that to drive in? Because that's that, that's right vibrating underneath the cab of the truck. I mean, could you even hear while you're driving? Oh, no, it was atrocious. Like, there's no way I was going to drive it through my neighborhood like that. I'm just not that kind of person. Well, that's very courteous of you. You know, it's Man. funny that you talk about how loud those cars are, because just today I was reading an article, and they just put out some new legislation about how quiet cars can be now. Oh, the because, newer ones? Yeah, because all the electronics and everything. So cars are silent, and people are actually winding up getting into accidents and things because they can't hear mm-hmm. the cars coming around. Them. Especially with like the Teslas and the electric yep. cars, they make no noise. At all. It's crazy. It is kind of scary. But this F-150 makes lots of noise. <laughs> There's no exhaust. So how did you fix that problem? Well, uh, I was going to keep on uh, describing like the way the thing was when I got it. The, uh, it did have a front bumper on it. But it was banana shaped and held on with bungee straps and it was doing nothing. Oh, so he like <laughs> drove straight into a tree or something? Yeah, it was a tree or a pole. He wouldn't say what it was. The uh, the whole front grill was pushed in. Uh, the hood was pushed in, but it was still drivable. But I wasn't going to drive around with a bungee strap bumper. So the very first thing I did was take the bungee straps off, and it, the bumper literally fell off. I'm like, okay, that's the only thing I'm holding. <laughs> and then uh, uh, you, you said before the, the passenger window it was missing a passenger window for uh, several years. And how was that seat, the bench seat? It went to church all the time because it was very holy. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it smelled horrible. Oh, man. I think some oh, cat le- lived in there for a little while. Yeah, he didn't have anything covering the windows. So it's like, for years, if it rained, Ooh. it rained straight down inside. Animals can get in, do whatever. Oh, man. <laughs> Pretty bad. But that's ironically, tough. the passenger side floor doesn't have any rust holes in it. That's, that side's solid. It must have been parked at a slant because the driver's side, on the other hand, was like a Flintstones car. Yeah. It, 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 you could put both feet down through the floor, straddling the frame. You could oh, look no. at the frame rail right there. Oh. <laughs> the rocker panel would flap in the wind. Uh, <laughs> the first time I, I wanted to check the uh, the structural integrity of the cab, I just kind of walked up to it and pushed up on the driver's side rain guard, and the cab came up off the frame. Oh, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there was nothing holding it down. It was just toast. Oh, wow. All that salt just ate away, all the rust underneath that thing. It was all kind of hidden. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and like you'd look at the truck and be like, yeah, it's a rusty old truck. But it, it, was, it wasn't until you got underneath it and then you could really, uh, I don't know, appreciate how much rust is there. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it, it does have the dual fuel tanks. Both fuel tanks had rust holes in it. I ended up having to put two new fuel tanks there. You can get them for dirt cheap these days. Yeah, Smyth yeah, Automotive, they, they have options, too. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I know you can get the plastic tanks and everything. I just stay with the metal ones just because I was going with the cheapest route possible. <laughs> well, I don't know how long the thing's going to last. I'll keep yeah. it going until it dies. <laughs> <laughs> so you still had that leaky exhaust. Instead of going to Smyth Automotive and getting some quality parts, what would you do? Uh, well, at first I started uh, shopping around for exhaust components, and then I realized that conduit was the best way to go. Conduit? <laughs> 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 well, I don't have tubing bender. Galvanized, that's the stuff they make fences out of, right? Oh, no, it's a conduit for uh, running electric electric inside a building. (laughs) (laughs) And it's because uh, I did have some exhaust pipes laying around. We got these stacks laying around from our cousin Andy's truck. I I didn't want it to be 
god awful loud. So I actually found uh, six inch mufflers that, that stuffed up inside the, the semi truck exhaust, welded those in place, <laughs> and then adapted it down. And it, it just runs straight from the engine and right out the plate. And you got three cylinders going to the right, three to the left, no yep. catalytic converter. Oh, it's awesome. One of a kind. I did end up putting a catalytic converter in it just because of the whole emissions thing. I'm trying not to pollute too much. But. Oh, well, that's nice. Environmentally of conscious. Yeah. You gotta yeah. love it. Yeah, so well, let's talk about all the oil and coolant that it leaks and how we're saving the planet. <laughs> well, let's get back into the car because we still got the front bumper. You didn't tell us how you how you fixed that. And then there's still the whole interior that's messed up from all the rain. So how did you yeah. fix the front bumper? Uh, well, uh, I have a 2012 uh, Ram 3500. I put a heavy-duty bumper on, and the, the bumper that was on that truck was dented, and I was just going to scrap it. And I was like, well... It just so happens to fit around the front end of the Ford. Perfect. <laughs> so you put a dented Dodge bumper on the Ford. Yep. <laughs> and now the interior and everything else, well, what did you have to do there? Because the plastic's all rotten. I mean... Um, well, the glove box was missing, which is that was another thing that the previous owner never said what happened to the glove box. I don't know why it was missing, it but it was missing. disappeared? <laughs> that sounds shifty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> found one at the junkyard, but the only one I could find was gray. And it's a blue interior, so we got a gray. (laughs) And then we had to fix the the plastic molding around the radio when we found a red interior to go with that. So I think you got like four different colors going on the dashboard. Yeah. Well, it, it wasn't just because uh, we're trying to make it all stylish and different colors. It's uh, <laughs> That's what they had. It's a non-AC truck. So yeah, when you get the HVAC oh, controls, because we had to replace the controls on it. This truck is, is back in the day when you didn't have to have air conditioning. It has the flap windows, yep. you know, that you could just fold down oh, and yeah. it just creates that massive airflow yep. in. Andrew, do you have any idea why they stopped putting those on cars? I don't, actually. That's that's a pretty... Another cool thing I always like in older cars, you ever been in one? I remember when my buddy had a uh, a Dodge Dart Swinger, and it had these little flaps down by your feet, vents oh, that yeah. you could open up, and it was like a... It would just, like, catch the wind coming from behind the wheel. Hmm. Have you ever seen those? Not it? on the feet. I know the old Mustangs, in. the vents on the sides actually worked, and that's how they Same, pulled off the... Similar you know, thing, passengers. yeah. yeah. But Why no, did they I ever stop doing floor. that? I don't know. We'll never know, will we? Now that I think about it, I've had more vehicles that had wing windows and floor vents than I've had new vehicles that had air conditioning. (laughs) (laughs) You've had more vehicles that the age started with a 19 than with a 20. (laughs) Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's actually only two two new vehicles I've ever had. Oh, so let's get back to the F1 shifty. We got a multicolor interior. We got the junkyard bench. You got a replacement window. You got some gas tanks from Smythe. And you got a Dodge bumper on the front. But you still had those wheels on it. Did it even come with wheels? Yeah, it came with tires and wheels, but the uh, the tires were just completely dry rotted out. They didn't hold air very well. I thought about like uh, trying to do like an epic burnout to like waste these tires, but the truck wouldn't do a burnout. So. <laughs> But I had a, a set of uh, Jeep JK Wrangler wheels with tires still on them because I upgraded a, a friend's Jeep to put off-road tires and wheels on it and uh, some adapter plates to go to the, that bolt pattern. And boom, Wait, no, wait a minute. You did Jeep work Wrangler for them and they paid you with the old wheels? Well, <laughs> well that's pretty nice. So, so we got Jeep wheels, rims, tires, a uh, Dodge bumper, multicolor interior, uh, Ford truck with uh, the semi-truck stacks. stacks. Well, we talked about the Frankenstein F-150 when we did yeah. the Lemons Rally episode. Oh my gosh. This thing is... So we decided we needed to do some upgrades and we took some truck chain tires. We cut those up and made a beard on the front and you fastened a mustache on the front. Where'd that mustache come from again? Oh, 
I was helping a friend move, and uh, it was a coat rack at his house. <laughs> but one of the hooks is broken. He's like, oh, I'm just going to throw it out. And I, I, as soon as I saw it, because it's a metal mustache, I was like, I got a place for that. It'll be hilarious. So it's got somebody's garbage mustache on the front. And then when we were uh, when we went to the junkyard one time, what did you find that was like a gold mine that now is on top of that thing? Oh, uh, the... Uh, the police cruiser light bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we were worried that you get in trouble for having the red and blues, and you took yeah. that the colors out, right? Yep. And then, uh, like, the spotlights, like, uh, the uh, the police light bars have the spotlights, so that they'll turn on when they're trying to blind you when they pull you over. Yeah. It, assuming you've been pulled over before. <laughs> <laughs> Played the fifth? But uh, I wired those to the brights, so when you're driving around, because the brights on these trucks are a joke. Like, you're trying to drive around at night, you flip the brights on, you, can't, you still can't see anything. So the light bar light up when you turn the brights on yep that's funny <laughs> and then there's a there's a like hook up the rest of the lights like the spinning lights so there's a switch in the dash underneath the uh the driver's side dashboard it says disco on it <laughs> just flip the disco switch all the lights go crazy and... <laughs> i love that oh. and then are you sitting in the f-150 right now oh yeah i'm looking at the disco switch right can now. can you hit the horn because sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but it usually sounds like a goose dying uh, well, uh, I'm going to open the door. It's, it's raining, too, but here you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's awesome. Let's see. We had to add in the CB radio. You added gauges yeah. because we couldn't trust anything that was shown on the dash. <laughs> yeah. Was there anything else I'm forgetting on upgrades you've done to the F-150? Um, well, the uh, oh. Oh, this is a good one. <laughs> what? Uh, the front suspension. When I got this thing, it looked like a lowrider. Because <laughs> the, uh, the front springs are so wore out. It was just, when I put the Dodge bumper on, it was like an inch off the ground. Like, oh, it was just gosh. super low. <laughs> so we got the, uh, we got new coil springers for the front. Well, I decided, like, oh, well, I'm going to do this after work one night. It's just going to take us an hour or so. Well, once I got the springs out, I realized that the uh, the front spring perch, you're not supposed to be able to grab it and pull it off the truck. <laughs> oh, with, without taking the tension away? You just pulled it right out? Like it wasn't attached much at all anymore. It was so rusted out, which, uh, as I found out, is a pretty common ailment on uh, older F-150s that are rusted out like oh. this. I know you can buy those those buckets, but the problem is I had it in the shop at work after hours. I had to have it out by morning, so I was like, well, I grabbed every little piece of metal I could find, pounded <laughs> it with a hammer into the right shape, and oh, gosh. patchwork quilt welded it together. <laughs> it is the Frankenstein of trucks. Oh, yeah. It, it's got... There's there's chunks of metal off this on this thing that have come off of semi trucks and trailers and <laughs> whatever small piece of metal I could find that would fit the spot. I just kind of cut it to shape, pounded it out. It's stronger than factory now. And and then the the coolest thing happened is we found out after he got this truck and we're rigging it with all this different stuff. Hey, there's a race for people that do things like this. <laughs> yeah. And we found the Lemons Rally, and we entered that thing in, and it was worth well under $500. And we drove that, that thing all the way across the East Coast, and it, it ran like a champ. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. I, I did do a tune-up on it. When I, whenever I get an, an old, because like I said, I've got, a, I've got a record with old vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I get a vehicle, the first thing I do, oil change, tune-up, go through it, make sure everything's solid. Because you can go by their records, but if they don't write down exactly when those chains, it's like, I'd, I'd rather know when I did it. Just the same thing to do, yeah. And uh, actually, I broke a spark plug off in the engine, which was interesting. Was oh, fun. boy. So that's only the first time that's ever happened to me. I've, I've broken them off, taken them out, but this is putting a brand new one in, and I'm like, tightening it down, everything's good, and snap. 
man. While we were on the uh, lemons rally, we had to replace the radiator, which haunted us to this day, because yeah. uh, we replaced it with a junkyard radiator that also leaked. Yeah. We, we should have went to... a brand see. new radiator, though. That's uh, <laughs> it looked like it. It, yeah. it certainly wasn't. That, that's why we should have just saved our headache and went to Smythe and got a, a new radiator, yeah. slapped it in there, which is what we ended up doing anyway, because yep. the junkyard yeah. one that we did get leaked. So how long do you think you're going to be driving this F-150? You think it's got another 100,000 miles in it? Oh, yeah. I'll keep riding, driving this thing till it dies. Uh, I have had people say, like, oh, I want that truck. Oh, I'll, I'll buy that truck for a man. It's like, I can't consciously sell this. <laughs> <laughs> I would, it would haunt me in my dreams. Like, man, they're going to break down, and it's going to be my fault. They're going to call you up a week later. You sold me a lemon. <laughs> they're yeah, going like, to go to their parts store with the parts that they take off and go, hey, I need a new one of these. And they're going to look at them all crazy. Like, uh, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know that we make a replacement part for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Man, well, well, Thomas. Before we let you go, any any last minute stories you want to tell about the F one shifty? Uh, well, I, I can I can brush back up on a I was talking about the brake line thing. Oh uh, yeah, we never got back around right. to the brakes. So when you bought it, they, they one of the highlights was it got new brake lines. Oh yeah, they, they replaced everything. The only one they didn't replace was a three inch long brake line going from the master cylinder to the proportioning belt. Oh geez. And I just got done helping our cousin Andy that we got the uh, the semi truck stacks from. Mm-hmm. He was working on a, an old Chevelle redoing brake lines on it. And I was leaving his house after helping with brake lines and that brake line blew out. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> and that's a that's a main connector line. Your brakes pretty much are out at that point. How did you stop? Uh parking brake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's geez. on a cable. Carefully. Parking brake and... And the Lord heard your prayer. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome, man. I, I'm, I'm so proud of you that you got this thing running and it's still going strong. And for a diesel mechanic, you got that gas engine running pretty fine. Oh, yeah. I'll work on anything. Well, yeah, Tom, you, you'd be willing to help our, our, our listeners if they have any problems, right? Oh, absolutely. Cool. Well, I'll tell you what. Just email podcast at smythautomotive.com with any questions you have if we can't answer it we'll turn to my brother thomas if he can't answer it well we'll just go to some of the smythe professionals and they know everything (laughs) they'll definitely be able to answer it tom thanks for joining us today for this edition of sockets and cylinders from smythe automotive thanks tom it's great to have you on today i'm stab man with with andrew rosen have a good one y'all have a good one